Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Grace Out Loud on Thursday. Today is Thursday, July 13th, 2023. We're happy to have you with us. Uh, I'm going to bring my co-host in in a second, Mr. Marty Grisham. So hello to everyone watching in the United States and around the world. And hello to our moderators and our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. So let us bring in my co-host, Mr. Marty Grisham. Co-hostess with the mostest. Thank you, man. It's so good to see you today. <laughs> so good to see you. Co-hostess <laughs> with the mostest. I like that. Yes, ma'am. How you been doing? Okay. Good. You know? Good. Everything's good over here. Alabama yeah. a few days Yes. Ago. Having a good Great time, time there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great time. Make any new friends? Anything exciting happening? <laughs> well, well, there's always something exciting happening in Warrior, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, my uh, my accent stuck out. Oh. Like, like they knew I was not Southern. Let's just. Well, now, the one thing about Southern, um, you go down there, Amanda, you're going to start bringing some of that back with you. And then your families and everyone's going to be like, who are you? And I'm going to say y'all. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Well, come back now. And they will. They'll come back if you cook. (laughs) If you cook, they'll come back every time. They will. I know that too. Yeah. If you do that, they will come back and they will expect a meal. So be warned, everyone. If you go down south and you say that, (laughs) better find a supermarket or someplace that that is a farmer's market and and get yourself dinner going because you'll have guests. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, we should start in prayer. I think it's your turn for prayer today. Oh, it probably is my yes. turn. Because I think you did it last time. And then we'll do caption this. How about that? That sounds really good. Really good. I got a funny picture to show you. Oh. Oh, I'm yes. excited. Yeah, I've not seen anything, so it'd be good. This is good. Yep, you haven't seen it. So this is going to be first reactions, right? Okay, first reaction. First I'll keep reaction. It, I'll, I'll keep it holy and pure. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lord, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise that is due your precious holy name. Father, we humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives. So you, your will, and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He died at Calvary. Willingly, he died at Calvary, purchased us by the shedding of his blood. After he was buried, he rose again in three days, victoriously ascended back into heaven after appearing to many, took his rightful place at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore. And Father, we honor that before you this day. Lord, we invite your presence in the presence of the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, Father, to fill where we are, to fill this broadcast, to lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. Father, we say now by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of almighty God with authority now come forth in Jesus name. Father, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith. 
Father, increase our understanding. Let the eyes of our understanding being enlightened today, Father God, so we may know what is the hope of your calling, Father God. We thank you for this time, Father God. We thank you for what you're going to speak, and we give you all the glory and mm. praise in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. 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 Praise God. Praise the Lord. Well, okay. praise God. God is good. Caption this. I'm excited. Caption this. Oh, my goodness, Marty. So... <laughs> I'm going to preface this by saying, and then we'll put it up on the screen, that Chester, your cat yeah. Chester, yes, got himself a little haircut. Oh, you told me that he had a haircut coming up soon. It's called <laughs> a lion cut. You told me about that. Yeah. And Marty will show it to you and you can caption mm. this. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> let me make that full screen. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm. Okay, wow, that's really actually my favorite cat ever. So Isn't it? Yep. That is yeah, really amazing. Get the picture. Does he feel okay though? I mean, it's summer, so it's probably a good cut for him. It so. is. Oh, he's so much cooler and happier because he doesn't have to like clean himself. So yes. Well, I'm in so much awe, I don't really know. Um I don't really know. I mean, I know he's got a big bag of food right there. Is that all cat food? That is all cat food. <clears throat> wow. Uh-huh. And you got him on some vitamins back there, and he's originally yep. from Britain. I mean, so what's going on with that? <laughs> no, I think that's one of our employees. They're little, like, <laughs> <laughs> little, uh, you know, container they took with them for that day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, on a little bit of a, a little bit of, of uh yeah, so I, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, Marty is so stunned. That he hear, say. hear me roar. Hear me roar. Okay, Hear me roar. Okay. Hear me roar. Perfect. And I haven't seen yours, Marty. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, I haven't seen yours that you sent. So, Marty. It's, oh yeah, I know. It's I hard know. to get away from that guy. It, so. it, watching the fireworks display on the 4th of July. It's the 4th of July celebration. Yeah. yeah 4th <clears> of July celebration. Just so in awe at the fireworks display. Yeah. That's the new face he made. Yeah, well, it's it's the same, but if we change the background, it makes it a new face. So it's been really inspiring. Oh my gosh, Marty, that yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, he's just he's just famous now. Oh uh, yeah, he's growing. Gumbo is yeah. famous. I mean spiritually, but uh, he's doing great. So. Oh good, he's growing spiritually. It's yeah. wonderful. Yep, right on the meat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we have a little bit of a a little bit of a a sad report not that we ever want to do that but our little puppy dog went home to be with the lord praise the lord no the so, cute one yes yeah oh, our little no. sweetheart yeah she went home to be with the lord so that happened about a week ago so we've been walking that out so that's not really fun but you know but it just oh. more i mean you know it's just like everything in life we set our eyes on him mm -hmm. you know and uh so praise god god's been faithful and good I'm to us sorry so. marty yeah. She was adorable. So, ten I think about ten and a half years. And she was a sweetheart. So <clears throat> she was an escape artist like 40 times. Like God used her to build our faith because she'd <laughs> escape 40 times and would just go. And we would just pray over all the time. God, you'll protect her. And she'd we'd always get her back. So Oh, yeah, that's so. <laughs> so sweet. So I'm yeah. sure I'm sure Marty the Lord's gonna send another. At some point, he's going to send another. 
I'm thinking about getting one for my mom where we can visit one on occasionally. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. That, that's a good yeah. plan. Yeah. Good she'll plan. call. She'll watch this, you know, soon and she'll, oh no. So, okay. <clears throat> well, praise the Lord. Right. So, you know, Amanda, for quite some time, I mean, for a month or two or more, we've been talking about praying for the nation. Yes. And you and I, we focused on that. It works really well with the flag and, you know, everything. So, and and I think it kind of happened a while back when on your show, the Lord began to just prophetically kind of kick me out of the nest a little bit, like start taking prayer to the nation. And from that, <clears throat> we've started Loudmouth Prayer Nation. And this, with the start of Loudmouth Prayer Nation, you and some other of our friends are joining us on the 24th of August. So we have the two days of the reawaken in Vegas. We have the 25th and 26th. Yes. And the night before, we're going to have just like a loudmouth prayer nation night. And you're going to join us and we're going to do healing for the nation, yes. healing for the physical body, and we're going to pray for the nation. So so that's been really good. Uh, it's a blessing to have that uh, coming up very soon. We're excited to have you and your team with us. But I was just kind of thinking like you and I were talking, you and I and Jenny were talking the other day, and it just kind of made sense to me. We've spent a lot of time praying about the nation. We've spent a lot of time talking about the nation, but we always need the center of everything we do to be on love, the love of God. God is love. He's love. I love to say we're love children of a love God. So I just thought that would be good with all that's going on in the church, all that's going on in the world, that we just get a good reminder today of what love looks like. I think that's a wonderful idea, Marty. Yes. So, you know, it's people, you know, when people go and play on the playground, mm-hmm. a lot of times people uh, like children will fall off the, you know, fall off the monkey bars and get hurt. But a lot of times when you're on the playground, the playground hurts you less than the people on the playground with you. I, you yeah, know, I like, that's true. yes. Mm-hmm. Billy pushed me off of the monkey bars. Susie threw a rock and hit me in the head. So sometimes it's the people you're playing with Amen. at the playground. Yes. And that's what's so wonderful about the love message because love, man, it doesn't just, it doesn't just show the heart of God for others. It actually protects you as well. Uh, yeah, it does protect you. It is meant to protect you. In the word of God, it talks about guarding your heart, guard yeah. your heart, guard your yeah. heart. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, what you got? You got anything good today? I got anything good today. Well, you know, <laughs> it's interesting. You were talking. <laughs> I can say plenty <laughs> right now. Um, yes. Just let her rip. Interesting. You're talking about the playground, you know, because sometimes in the playground, you know, when the <laughs> people hurt you more, you know, the kids are fighting over their favorite swing or. Someone pushes Uh-oh. somebody else off the swing, or I want to be king of the top of the jungle gym and pushes other kids down. You know what I mean? Yeah, I or think gives I do them know a what you mean. Shove and runs away, and, they, and they, they bounce their butt on gravel. You know, it's kind yeah. of like these things go on all the time, and it, and it matters how we deal with them. Yeah, is how we deal with them actually then allows the Lord to deal quicker with them. Yeah. That's actually, oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. There's a scripture that, um, 2 Corinthians 5, 14, for the love of God constraineth us. 
yes. constrains us, holds us back, bridles us, because we thus judge, what? That if one died for all, then we are all dead. Mm-hmm. But the love of Christ, God's love, now Romans 5.5 5 says the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. Yes. So we know the love of God has been completely given to us upon the salvation experience. Mm-hmm. The moment you get saved, you get that new creature, new creation in Christ Jesus. The love of God has just been filled up, shed abroad, just from side to side. Like, Amanda, it's almost like you are a big hot biscuit and God gets a knife of butter and just oh. sheds, a, just covers that biscuit with love on the inside. I only say that because about 15 years ago, I was teaching on this in church and that was my... That just stuck in my well, mind. Go ahead. Biscuits are good. So they're delicious. Mm. And you have to make sure it's grass fed butter. Um, That's true. That's true. That tastes really <laughs> super good in it. And uh, grass fed, well, we can go down a whole rabbit hole there with that. But yeah, we could. Was a we could. Deep we, hole. could we could. <laughs> but it, it is. I mean, the Lord, right, anoints us with the oil of gladness. We are anointed to have the oil of gladness. Yeah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We are anointed to walk in love. Now, love has many faces. Love has many faces because people <laughs> think love all the time is just enabling. Oh, somebody's, you know, somebody is, will will say, for example, doing drugs. And, and, oh, I'm just going to love on them and give them money, even though I know they're spending it on drugs. And I'm just going to enable them and let them bring it, you know, let them, you know, come near my house with it and let them do all these other things. That's not love. That is putting no. the sin in an incubator and helping it grow. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's what it is. But there is that what we would call tough love, right? Yeah. Or fatherly love that comes from the father where sometimes we see that face of love because he chastises those he loves. And sometimes it's a very tender, supportive, you know what I mean? You know, you're going to get through this type of, so love has many faces to it, um, depending on what we're dealing with and how we're acting because motive matters to God. Yeah. It does. Motive matters to people, motive matters to God. Up, Marty. Oh, yes, up, I'm back. There I am. Hallelujah. Back. What Hallelujah. I, Hallelujah. <laughs> what I really love about the Ten Commandments is they're not that hard. No, they're not at all. They're very straightforward. Because, yeah, they're they're very straightforward. You can't you can't confuse them. You know, um, don't you know take another guy's duck blind. You know, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're really easy, right? And uh, you know. I'm sorry. I just, that's just come to my mind. It's just been okay. an interesting morning. So, um, but what's so wonderful about the 10 commandments and our ability to fulfill them yes. is the Bible teaches in the new Testament that you actually fulfill the 10 when you fulfill John 13, 34 and 35. So let me read that real quickly. Okay. John 13, 34 and 35, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this will you know that will people know that you're my disciples if you love one another. Now the Bible, which has another scripture that literally says when you fulfill the new commandment of love, you're actually fulfilling 
the old commandments, the, the commandments of the old, the Ten Commandments. So walking in love, I remember one minister said, you know, the body of Christ wouldn't have any marriage problems if they just walked in love with their spouse. You know, so I'm telling now, not that there won't be problems and challenges that won't arise, but no, he actually said no marriage problems. He said that the body of Christ would not have divorce because it doesn't mean problems are not going to come in life, exactly. but you can choose love and then choosing love and choosing to prefer yourself. You know, you, yeah, you keep from getting in the sin of flesh. You keep from getting in that sinful nature. Well, you do, which is a snare. So when people get into that, because sometimes when we have to walk in love, we have to make tough decisions. Yeah. If people are taking advantage, if they're taking what they shouldn't, if they're doing what they shouldn't, sometimes walking in love means, you know, making tough decisions. Yeah. Uh, And we have to understand that it is very easy for them, people to get into the flesh and the enemy to use it as a snare. Uh, to then try to turn around and hurt you. And this is where I say you have to constantly lose a fence from your soul. <clears throat> Don't hold yeah. the fence. Let them take yeah. it. Let them take it. Yeah. You know, let them do what they're doing because they have to deal with God ultimately. Yeah. Ultimately, they have to deal with Almighty God. So it yeah. part of walking in love is not holding the offense, not that you won't like what they did. Yeah. Because Jesus even had righteous indignation. I mean, he flipped tables, made a whip and chased people mm-hmm. around the temple. <clears throat> yeah. You know, uh, so it's, you know, it, it, when we see that, that's not <clears throat> him being, um, you know, un, unforgiving or anything. That's righteous indignation. And that's different. Yeah. It's okay to be righteously upset at something without holding complete offense towards it. Yeah. There's yeah. a balance there. And that's True. part of walking in love too. I think part of what we have to keep in mind, because sometimes we as the body of Christ, we'll look at other people and we'll say, oh, you know, they're not living the way they should. Well, first thing we do, the very first thing we do is we look and say, hey, now obviously I don't have all the inside information, but is that person saved? Is that person a Christian? Because Christians have not had the love of God shed abroad in their heart by the Holy Spirit, like Romans 5, 5 said. So how could I, although they have not had the 2 Corinthians 5, 17, new creature, new creation reality, that they've been born again and the old has passed away and all become new. Well, part of what became new is the love of God shed abroad in your heart. So if you look at the world, as we look at them, we can't expect them to comprehend you know, the love of God, first John, which, um, first John three sixteen. I think it's the first John three sixteen. um, hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. So should we lay down our lives for the brethren? So there's, there's a perception and a capability of comprehending the love of God because we're born again. But if we look at the world, we have to say, Hey, we can't expect them to live like Christians. That's yeah. why we should be able to be able to run to them and say, Hey, listen, you need to join the family of love. Everything will change in your life when you do that. It will. And they have to mean it. They can't <clears throat> fake it before God. I think what happens is some people try to fake it. Yeah. Either for <clears throat> relationships or opportunities or things they want. And you, your sin will find you out. In the book of Numbers, it says your sin will find you out. If you are not sincere before God with that, 
yeah. it will get exposed. Yeah. Sometimes your own words will expose you. Yeah. Um, so you have to be sincere before God <clears throat> coming and doing that, because if you are not and you are doing it for appearances or you're doing it for other reasons that are contrary to the word of God, it will be exposed. <clears throat> that person will backslide. They will never have put down roots to begin with with the Lord and it'll become evident. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm hmm. You know, there's so many things we could talk about today, Amanda. Oh, yes. <laughs> you, okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amanda said yes. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> I said mm. yes. Okay, I had a wild, I, well, I, my show this morning, I ended up the last 10, 15 minutes praying and prophesying. And, you know, those days I just get kind of wound up. Today I'm just... I'm wound up, but I'm keeping myself wound up in love. So let me just tell a story. We'd like a good prophetic story. So yes, yes. Okay. I would say a year to a year and a half ago, uh -huh. the Lord talked to me pretty strong one day. Okay. And he said, I want you to go to Matthew 9, 36 through 39. Now we know that is the scriptures where the Jesus said, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth labors into the field. And so that's a wonderful way that shows us how to pray that God the Father will send workers to okay. go get. And so that's the prayer. But right before that, it said that Jesus was moved with compassion. I don't have it in front yes. of me. I'm quoting from memory. Mm -hmm. um, he was moved with compassion because he saw the multitudes and how they were weak and faint without a shepherd. Now, Jesus is actually having, now it's not the Father, it's not the Spirit, Jesus himself is having a conversation with me. Well, I'm in the Spirit, I'm not seeing him in an open vision or a closed vision, but we're having a pretty serious conversation. And he said, I showed you what I saw in Matthew 9, mm -hmm. 36 through 39. I said, yes, sir. He said, I showed you that I saw the multitudes and I saw there was something wrong with the multitudes. And I said, yes, sir. He said, and then I was moved with compassion because I saw their problem. He said, son, I will anoint you and equip you to look through my eyes to see problems in the church today. Amen. But then it went on to say, but he was moved with compassion because there wasn't a shepherd. <clears throat> so God can anoint. Now, as, as, as people called the ministry, prophets, people that are seers, we would expect for them to be able to see, I believe anyone in the body of Christ has the spirit of God and can see to some extent the heart and the mind of God for what's going on around them. But he was talking directly to me and my office and what I'm called to. And he said, I'm going to let you see problems in the body so that you can move with compassion. I feel like that's what I've been doing the last few months as I see things wrong in the body. The message, it gets stirred up with me more and more and more is love. But this is what happened. I saw that and I said, Lord, the problem you saw was they were without a shepherd. And now I see the shepherds today, <clears throat> namely the pastors, the shepherds today have dropped the ball. They're embracing LGBT, whatever the world. I forget all the letters. I don't even want to try to remember them all. It's basically a joke to me. <laughs> yeah, I said that. And then you they're embracing all the other. They're embracing and allowing a watered-down famine, a, de a deficit in the church, the body yes. of Christ is not getting fed. We have this major problem, and the pastors have allowed this. And you can't say they haven't because they have been running 95% of the body of Christ. They've been running it, right? So 
then I get harsh because now I've got this prophetic message from the Lord that I can see the problem. He, Jesus himself said, he's anointed me to see the problem, Amanda. So yeah. now I've got this righteous indignation that gets a little harsh, right? And it gets a little too abrupt. And then on my shows, I'm addressing them, but it's turning almost in a little bit of an anger. Yes. He said to me one day, he said, stop touching my pastors. Because he knew he's going back to that conversation he had with me. He said, stop touching my pastors. I, I'm allowing you to see through my eyes and see the problem, but I never allow you to touch them. Leave them alone. So then I pulled back. I did better, but only for a day or two. And I got right back in that harshness. I got right back in it. <clears throat> and then about a month later, he came to me again and he said, son, and he was very strong. I've told you, don't make me tell you again. Quit touching them. And then he sent a prophetic friend. Could have been a prophet. Sent a prophetic friend, very prophetic, to sit in our living room with Jenny and I three or four hours one night and sit there and look at me and say, you're getting a little harsh. You're getting a little rough on the pastors. And I'm like, oh, okay. And that night was, I, was a night that it woke me up and it shook me enough where I looked at myself. And yeah. I said, I've got this, I got to keep love. I got to keep the compassion, the center of this. I am not to get angry with the pastors and say they're messing up so much. I am to step into the compassion and begin to pray for them and begin to share truth and pray for them and begin to reach out to the ones I can and connect with them and help them. So that was my experience about a year and a half ago. And I have to say it brought me back after that night and I've been balanced because you see the wrong and you mm -hmm. see the error, but compassion is supposed to propel you to bring solutions to the problem, not just anointed to see the problem. That's what compassion does. It does what, what you just said, brings solutions <clears throat> to the problem. Enabling helps the problem continue. So yeah. when, you op when you think you're operating out of love and it's not, you're really operating out of enabling it actually allows the problem to continue and gain strength. Compassion yeah. looks to stop it and find a solution to the problem is exactly what's mm. going on. It looks to intervene. Yeah. yeah. Compassion looks to intervene. Um, and pastors today probably have more up against them than any other generation. Yeah, for sure. As far as pressure. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. Uh, yeah, as far as pressure, as far as media, as far as groups that want to want to push their agendas in their church, you yeah. know, as far as donors that want to throw their weight around in, yeah. in matters to try to Board get them members. to compromise on things they shouldn't compromise on at all um, with their cities and their states. And while that they're trying to, you know, persecute more, uh, yeah. COVID traumatized a lot of pastors. Yeah. A lot of them. I know pastors that shut their churches down. And, and didn't want to operate in New York anymore yeah, because of it. So they have more to contend with than they yeah. ever have. And yes, there is a, there, you know, we, we see this dividing line being drawn between the true shepherds and the showmen, right? Yeah. We have good. to pray for the true shepherds because they got to face 
David was that way. David was faced, he was trained up to, to face Goliath off of going after lions and bears that were trying to kill his flock. Yeah. And that's how he was trained. It's a nitty gritty job. It's a yeah. dirty job. Trust me, I, I'm in a sheep pen. We have sheep here at the sanctuary. <laughs> I got my Crocs on or my mucking boots. It is dirty. <laughs> You're going in there. It is a dirty job sometimes. You got to roll up yeah. your and you got to get in there and i do it i know i don't look like sometimes i do it i do it i'm in there oh we believe you and next time we have a grace out loud we want a picture for uh of your monkey boots with you and your monkey boots That's I really am. What i'm we gonna want. take a picture of them yep so you can see me going out there and doing that and i do it twice a day early in the morning and at night those are my two shifts and then we have our staff here in between that does it um yeah. so we we do need to pray for them yeah that's um, where it's at that's and that's why the enemy tries to jump from group to group of the fivefold ministry to turn them against mm. each other. Yeah. Yeah. Enemy's always playing hopscotch. Yeah. Always. He's always playing hopscotch between <laughs> the different groups. Yeah. You know, I had a dream about that. I told you about that. I'm praying about sharing it publicly yeah. um, where I saw that David, that spirit of, you know, yeah. I saw certain yeah. spirits in the dream and it was very interesting. Um, yeah. And so it is, it is in this environment, in this temperature, it is just, you got to pray for them. It is hard. I feel the pressure. Marty feels the pressure. It is hard. Okay, Marty, go. I see you. No, I was just, when you said the dream, cause when we were on the phone with you the other day, you had had a dream <clears throat> and, uh, Jenny had had a dream and Jenny's dream, um, was she was in a room or in a place where the body of Christ was there and people were there and they were missing skin and they were missing flesh. Yeah, she this was just that. three or four days ago and they were missing body parts. And it was just the body of Christ has been um, just attacked. It's just in, and you know, what is it? If, if, if you're your own problem, you know, you, you self hurting yourself or whatever, you know, self mutilation. Self, yeah. yeah, self mutilation. Self So there's some self mutilation going on. So, um, there is. It's it's you know, and I t and to go back to the pastors, just because I love what you said. I'm so thankful you said that because you talked about. How, I mean, it's such it's so beautifully said. So thank you. Exactly. That we need to keep our hearts to pray for them because it's they're under more than ever before, mm -hmm. and it reminds me of two 2020. So COVID started. Really got rolling what? I mean, you know, January, February, March, right? Things kind of got a roll in February in 2020. Around March of 2020, soon as things got going, I had a heaviness come against me. And I was trying to figure out like, what's going on? I'll take authority over it. It was really thick. It wasn't going away. I went through about a whole month. It was close to 30 days of a heaviness. And it really put me, just knocked me back. And it just really was strong. And in that, one day after 30 days or so, it lifted and flew away. And I'm like, what in the world? I mean, I was battling and coming up against this. And I probably wasn't batting a thousand. I was kind of getting my, uh, it was kind of, it was hard. It was rough. And I'm like, Lord, what did I just go through? And he said, son, I've just allowed you to experience the heaviness and the weight coming against my pastors right now. That's what he said to me. 
I have to keep a heart of tenderness to them. They have been under it. Yeah. Now, there are some that are just absolutely, they don't know the word and they're just goofballs. They don't, they don't, they just ended up with a job, not a ministry. Well, I that, remember in, that's a good way to put it. A job, not yeah, a ministry. It just became, you know, we went to some seminary and now we're of some mm-hmm. denomination and we put on a certain perfect clothes yeah. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And we just have a job and in our, the hearts of our hearts, deep down, we, we know what this job should be about. It should be about ministry, but we really have such a shallow, um, murky relationship with God because we've never, we've never been shown how to have a good relationship with God. And some of them aren't even saved. Uh, There are some ministers not even saved because it became a job. They've never even embraced salvation. Mm -hmm. And so, and so, you know, I'm not talking about the people in that category, but the majority of the pastors out there, they came against, I mean, so much came against them. So I have to keep my heart with compassion. I have to keep my heart tenderhearted because the Lord literally prophetically took me through a whole month of heavy. And at the end of it, he said, I let you go through that. I'm like, Lord, that was hard. Why'd you let me go through that? So you would know what's coming against my pastors. I've seen people I know, and I'm talking amazing men and women, outstanding powerhouses during the next six months after I had that spiritual heaviness, their knees crippled and they were not the, not near who they were before. And I can't say they were weak. I'm saying it was something really strong. It was such an attack against the body of Christ spiritually. If you could see in the realm of the spirit, it was major, major an attack. And it wasn't just that they're weak. It was that they were really being hit. Well, yeah, and you know, the hard part about that is depending on what you've walked through in life before you pastor <clears throat> is depending sometimes on how well you can withstand attacks. Sometimes. I'm not saying yeah. all the time, but Still. I'm saying depending on what you walk through, meaning, you know, we've been through a lot in our lives. So the enemy tries to hit me. He's not going to get too far because I'm going to keep pushing forward. Why? Because I've had to do it so many times. You're trained to do it. That when the attack comes, A, you get God involved very early in it. You yeah. don't try to figure it out yourself. You you get God involved in it early. You utilize the blood of Jesus early. You, you rebuke it early. You speak the word early. You launch a full-on spiritual <clears throat> onslaught. Yeah. When it begins. And I think that sometimes what happens is because of so many things that go on in a ministry and there's so much distraction, they forget sometimes to get sometimes the Lord involved immediately when it happens and it gets drawn out a little bit sometimes. And then you end up seeing happening what happens. Now that's not all the time. That's not all the time. Some pastors do it immediately and it's still, you know what I mean? Yeah. crippling to them. It's yeah. still difficult. And I say, I don't care if you got to crawl and move forward, move forward, because as long as you're moving forward, the enemy is losing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, very good. Very good. The other day <clears throat> I, um, so Jenny and I with Lama prayer and with everything else in life and kids in life and Super busy. Like our time is, you know, boom, boom, boom. And we might get our day rolling and not even get to talk a whole lot. And sometimes we do. And maybe at the end of the night, we get to talk some. 
Well, the other day she came to me. She said, you got about an hour. I'm like, absolutely. She said, what? I said, what do you want me? What do you, I'll, I'll stop everything. I'll give you an hour. What do you got? She's like, well, there's some things in on your side of the room. They're a little messy. I want you to clean them up. <laughs> I remember you told me this. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't deny you that you're, I can't say you're wrong. So, Hey, yes, let's go do it. We go in there and she's like, okay, what do you think about changing this? And we change this drawer into just for, you know, shirts. And we're just organized, just organizing. She's got to watching some of those cool uh, videos on just how to organize your life better, which I definitely need that. So she, we're working together and all is well. And then just the Holy Spirit moves on me. And I'm thinking, I've only helped her 10 minutes into this hour. This isn't good because I don't. So I, I owe her 50 minutes. I really do. But the Holy Spirit moved on me and I said, don't talk, don't talk. Something's going on. And I just grabbed my phone and went and sat in the living room on the couch. Well, she's thinking, come on, Lord, I finally got him to do, you know, so, but kind of, that's just a funny perspective and all of it. Um, But I tell you, it was an interesting, uh, probably about 10 minutes. The Lord really kind of just took me in. It was, it was interesting. He began to take me in and he began to talk to me about, when you're harsh, when you're not in that compassion and you're overly judgmental, he said, it's always, that's what he said, always from a low, murky, shallow relationship that you're having right now with him. People who are in fellowship with God, he just rubs off on them and he's a love God. People, I'm telling you, Amanda, I'm saying some stuff right now. I'm telling you by the Holy Ghost, if you're wondering about people in the world today and you're, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I can't even say it unless I say it in tongues. If you're wondering why people today are coming off a certain way, it's because there's a low fellowship. And many times it's because things have become a job not a ministry because see a job is mm, 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 paycheck. Ah, whatever. Mm, 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 I got to do things. I got to work. I got to push the buttons. Ministry is he ministers to me when I hang out with him so that I can minister to others. So what I'm doing is I'm emptying myself in that quiet, special near time. I come and I empty myself as I'm in a a rich, uh, thick, beautiful relationship, fellowship, intimacy, and I get fed on the inside from that. And then I take the supply of that and I feed sheep and I give it out from there. Mm -hmm. But if you're not getting that in the sheep, the problem is over here. The fellowship of the father is shallow and it's just enough to get by. Yeah. And you don't want just enough to get by. And what happens with people, even outside of ministry, you know, being a pastor, when they proclaim to be believers and they're operating out of that place, yeah, they start to go, well, I don't know if I believe in any of this stuff. And they're trying, yeah, I, I know. they're trying to move it's and sh- shape, you know what I mean? Yeah. To get yeah. what they want out of life and use the flesh to manipulate instead of, serving the way God wants them to serve and the Lord giving them the increase to steward. And you tend to see that a lot where people want to go there first. They want to operate out of that place first, Yeah, you know, of manipulation and moving and shaking. And well, I don't know if I believe in all this stuff, but I'm going to fake it till I make it 
you know what I mean? Type of yeah. thing. And it catches up with people. Yeah, it it does. catches <laughs> up. And you know what happens for a while? The Lord puts them in timeout. Uh-oh. Come on. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> Young man, put your nose against the wall until I let you know. Yep. <laughs> and you know what I mean by timeout. You I know. know. So takes them and puts them in a bit of a timeout. Yeah. You know? Praise the Lord. Or moves them out of an area because they could become a snare. Yeah. Because they yeah. don't want to listen. Yes, yeah. God does these things. Yeah, he, he does. He wouldn't be a good father if he didn't do it. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, praise the Lord. So, um, praise the Lord. We Proverbs, just had a invasion. Go on. We have yeah, yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Missy opened the door by herself, <laughs> broke her and Cyrus in. Go on, Marty. There you go. I know. That's okay. Um, Proverbs 10, 12. Hatred stirreth up strifes, but love covers all sins. Amen. Now that's the word of God. So no one's going to say, Oh, well, we might've lost some video there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The way you say that, he is so calm. Like, Oh, lost the video. Let's, yeah, more. Yeah. Let's move on. It'll come back eventually. I mean, if anything, Cyrus will get us back online. Praise right. the Lord. <laughs> You're just like with his little paw. Hold on. So, sorry. Um, so, hatred stirs up strife, but love covereth all sins. Well, my father is love, and I'm a love child because I'm his. He, he made me in his image. He placed his own spirit in me. So, now I'm a love child of a love God. I have to do what he does. I cover a multitude of sins. And then I look at 1 Peter 4, 8. 1 Peter 4, 8. Above all. Hold on now. You mean above judgment? You mean above correction? I don't know. I didn't mean this. I'm talking about the man, Peter, who was in the inner circle, the three with Jesus, who walked with him from three to three and a half years. I'm talking the one guy, Peter, who was the harshest of his inner circle, if you remember. Oh, hey, Malchus, let me chop that ear off just because you got in my way. Peter was a fighter. Peter would have been an ultimate warrior Today, he, he would have been, Italian. he would have been an Italian meatball making in the UFC ultimate fighting with, <laughs> with some chokeholds. He's the most harshest of all the 12. Yes. And he's literally saying above all fervent love among yourselves. Yes. Amanda, I'm telling you loves the center Loves the center for charity. I go on to say first Peter four, eight for charity, that love. That's what charity means. It's just love for charity. Love shall cover a multitude of sins. You know, the quickest way to fix and restore is to cover. It is so opposite of this world system. Okay. Okay. You want to know a problem when the church starts looking like the world? Cause the world's best way to fix someone is to expose all their junk. That that's so. How is it that extort, it's our best they way? They want to expose. They want to. That's what they want to do: extort, expose, threaten, do all these things. That you're right. That's the world's way of doing things. And you know what? It always boomerangs <laughs> back on them in one way or another when they do something like that. There is, yeah. a, it, it, you know what I mean. That seed doesn't produce, yeah, much <laughs> good. Ultimately, it doesn't. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I, I tell you, I'm talking today because God has been kicking my can. You know, when you're a kid, you, I don't know if you played up, up north, yeah. but we play kick the can. Put the can in the middle of the yard. Sun goes down. All the kids come over at summer and, and we run around. And I don't even remember what the, what, what the purpose was yep. just to get a lot of exercise and get smelly. But we just run around all night long and kick a can in the yard. Well, the Lord kicked my can in the last few weeks more than ever, because I would be driving down the road or working or going to see someone or working and I'd have a thought towards someone and I would just start thinking bad towards them. Mm-hmm. And the Lord started saying to me, love covers, love covers. You got to get your heart and your mind in line with the word. Your soul needs to be renewed upon this scripture above all. First Peter four, eight above all, above any other thing you think you should do to help everybody fervent love fervent it's first it's the foundation of how we act with people how we react with people and from that foundation comes everything else but if that's not the center and the foundation of it we are off and we look like the world why amanda because i just said a low shallow fellowship with the father well that's exactly it and you know love sometimes has to say the tough things yeah. I don't like what you did, you know, or you yeah. can't, you know, I can't have you part of this or you, I'm, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to be praying for you, but I can't have you as part of this, but you can do it uh, in love. You yeah. can do it. You know what I mean? In, yeah. in a certain wording and verbiage. Um, and then, and then pray for those people, pray for those people yeah. fervently <laughs> because they need it because they they become a tool of the enemy and they don't even realize it. Yeah. But they become a very easy, uh, low-hanging fruit for the enemy to pick. Oh, wow. That's something. Low-hanging <laughs> fruit for the enemy to pick yeah. and use for his purposes. Yeah. And, you know, you see uh, you see quite a bit of that going on right now. So, you know, yeah. you see it in all walks of life, in, in all areas. You, you happen to see this tactic of the enemy um, re- uh, trying, to, trying to cause you such offense that it stifles you from the things of God. This is why you got to let it go. Just let it go and, and give it to the Lord and let him deal with it. And you move on in the things you have for the Lord. That is the best thing you could do. Yeah. That is the best thing. Let you, you you hear the term like water off a duck's back. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let it seep in. Let it roll off. Mm. That's what you got to do because you'll be better for it. Things won't offend you as easily. I think the world tries to create an environment where everything is hyper offensive. Yeah. Everything, even training in the workplace, they make Mm. it so hyper offensive (laughs) where they're turning people into snowflakes that can't handle anything from anyone. You you see it in all walks of life (laughs) and you're going, they're trying to create this hypersensitive frail, emotionally immature group of bacha galoops that are going to, you know, that can't handle life. That's what the enemy wants. He wants to turn you into that. So you can't handle life on any level. You get offended so easily. You operate in the flesh. That's what he wants. You, you know, you're making me do this. You're making me have to ask you to define a galoop. I, I have to ask you. I mean, a galoop is like, 
is like a wise guy, a, stu- a gabadost is someone <laughs> stubborn. So a gabadost is an Italian, Italian slang. Oh, okay. But a bacha group is like a what? You know what I mean? Like, think I'm tough, but I'm really not. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Type yeah. of that, you know, I, I think I'm so tough, but I'm really not type, but that's yeah. what it means. Yeah. People are probably laughing that I even said that. But you know they, I'm sure they are. Guys, I'm from the Bronx. I mean, <laughs> Hey, we're just glad you're as civil as you are at this point, my man. I'm telling you, praise the Lord. You've come so far. I have, honestly, <laughs> my goodness gracious. My, my, uh, <laughs> the areas of Italy that my family, part of my family is from is known as a firecracker when you put those together. Cause it explodes oh, yeah. like the 4th of July. <laughs> so I just do that prophetically now. That's all. So the Lord took it and harnessed it in a different direction. Yep, he uses that for good, not evil. Exactly. <laughs> I'm rem- I'm reminded of a story of a minister who uh-huh. was endeavoring to walk in love and was walking in love and had multiple times in his life had people say, oh, you're just weak. You're just weak. And love many times comes off looking like that yeah. when you look at it through the eyes of the world. But it's actually strong. It's actually God. Lord, have mercy. Just pull back for a second. God is love. So how could you ever consider that weak? The problem is they have no comprehension of God. They have no comprehension of love. Or they have a shallow comprehension that equates their fellowship. Man, I keep going back to that. I just can't help it. It's about the fellowship. It's about the fellowship. And, and when I had that time where I was so graciously allowed to stop working in my bedroom and cleaning it, I was allowed by the Lord to go sit on the couch. He said to me, many ministers have focused so much on the job that they lost the heart behind it. You do need the heart. You do. You need, you need to flow properly, to discern properly, to say yeah. the things God wants you to say. You have to operate out of that place of a love for yeah. people yeah. of a love. And I'm not talking about sometimes love from 10 feet away, although sometimes that's fine too, especially if someone's real prickly, like a cactus. And you know what I mean? <laughs> you're tired of getting, you're tired of getting pricked kind of, you know what I mean? But <clears throat> Jesus touched people and prayed over them. Yeah. You know, he was very hands-on in that regard. And we can do the same. It doesn't always have to be 20, 30 feet yeah. Between us and people. You know, Jesus was constantly surrounded by people. He yeah. got on the ground if he had to get on the ground. He stood up if he had to stand up. He laid hands when he had to lay hands. He projected when he had to project. He did it. We are supposed to follow him because we'll never be anywhere close to him. But we're supposed to follow in that lane with him. Yeah. That's what we're meant to do in ministry. And you're right. I think sometimes that gets lost on other things. Yeah. Every ministry, every minister should be given a spiritual bullseye. And that's the plan, the purpose that God has for them. And and I saw that a while back and I, and you can just concede in your mind that way. But I literally, the Lord said, I've got, I see it like a dartboard and you got the dartboard and you got the rings. And then in the very center, really small, about that big, it's just a, like a, a little hardened piece of cork or something. And it's almost always red in the very center. Mm-hmm. And the Lord showed me, I want you to just shoot and stay. He said, don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. 
Keep your eye on the bullseye, the target I've given you, what I've called you to do. I believe that's happened, um, that we've had that happening in the body of Christ today. Things that we've seen, things going on in the body of Christ. I believe sometimes the bullseye, the calling for people has been added to by them because they got distracted. Well, this is going on and this is going on. No, block the stuff out. What did God say do? What did, he, what did he tell you to do? Don't you add to it. It says, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. You're trying to add on rooms. Let me tell you something. When, like our friends, the Antises, Joe yes, and Aaron. I love them. Yes. They're, they're, home, they're home builders. They yes. build homes. Well, I can tell you, they build a really good home. I used to work with them a long time ago. They build a really good home. And, and, and so when they build a home, it's at its perfection when they're done. When you come in, five years later and want to supplementally add another room to it, it's not at perfection. Perfection was the original blueprint, the original blueprint. Now, sure, you can add to it and it'd be great and it can make things better, but the foundation won't be at the same level. Everything won't be as quite as good because the original blueprint, even the roof and everything of how it gets water off and gets water to disperse and leave away from the home, all of that's designed in the original blueprint. To add on, you might have a roof leak. You might have a problem. You might have water build up outside if you don't have the irrigation and everything working right. So just having a construction background, I think along those ways. You might well, not get a proper CO. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But the bullseye that he gives each and every one of us to accomplish, and this isn't just ministries. This is all of us in life, all of your watchers, all of my family, all of us. We've all been given something to do. There are these divine assignments, callings, giftings, anointings. There's the gifts and the callings of God without repentance. That's not just for ministers. We're all called of God to do, to have a part in the body. That's because we're in the body. We have something to do in the body. And so because of that, it's easy for us to try to add on an extra room to what he's told us to do. Stick to the blueprint, except the Lord build the house. Look at the blueprint, see what he's said to you. Now, I I would encourage everyone to go back and write down what he said to you to do, because many times you'll change the wording a little bit and then you'll add to it. Many times you'll just add to it because man is always wanting his way, wanting to add to because it would satisfy what they want to do. No, go back, go back, go back to the bullseye that he said word for word and focus on that and your heart will make those adjustments. And so that way you're not out trying to fix the world. You're out trying to save the world. I just said something. You did just say something. That's right. Praise the Uh, Lord. Because the more you, you add on to the more problems can be. Yeah. That distract you more at times. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have a good plan for the addition um, that could cause, that could cause other issues. Yeah. So yes, I, I completely agree. You have to, you know, you, you, you have <laughs> to stick to the mission God gave you, right? Yeah. For us, yeah. what did the mission give us? What the mission God gave us has to do with prophecy, right? Yeah. Teaching in the animal sanctuary. Yeah. That's our <clears throat> mission. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and prophecy involves America and everything else. So we're, we're within our mission with that, but we stay in our lane with that. We stay in our lane. Yeah. Because that's where the anointing is. That's yeah. where you thrive. Exactly. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, what was it, a year and a half ago or so, I was 
because I know I'm called to two offices and I was trying to do the prophetic more and I was pushing on that and it just wasn't all the way just like I wasn't thriving. Mm -hmm. And so one day I'm praying and the Lord takes me in a room and takes me to the center of the room in the spirit and says, son, this is a room of prayer. You're called to teach from the teaching office. This is your main gift to the body of Christ right now. I want you to stand in the middle of this room and teach the, teach this nation how to pray. And then there'll be a day where I lead you to the back of the room and to the next things I have for you to do. So you can still have those giftings and those things operate in your life. But I want to fake, focus on right now teaching prayer, covering this nation with how to pray. That's why we started Loudmouth Prayer Nation. That's why Clay has allowed us, you and guys and many joining us, to have a Loudmouth Prayer Nation on August the 24th in Vegas. Because I found my niche. I found where he has me. I found my bullseye for now. It's going to change, but I let him change it. But when I was trying to do more of the prophet stuff, only it wasn't flowing. It wasn't where it was supposed to be. So I pull back, get in the teaching zone of what I'm called to do, and then he throws prophet stuff in all the time for free. And I enjoy that office, but I'm thriving in the office of teaching just teaching and sharing how to pray, how to have that intimacy with God, how to have that rich fullness with God. Mm-hmm. Guess yeah. who arrived? Who is Guess it? Who arrived, Marty. Guess who arrived? I don't know. You have a thousand animals. Oh, and his lion my word. have arrived. Do you see his tail? It's <clears throat> just like a lion's look. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so okay. wild. You arrived, didn't you? Yes. So there he is. Yep. There he is. <laughs> I saw him sneaking. I went, oh boy, what timing. Perfect timing. Perfect, Perfect timing. timing for him. Perfect. Yeah. So, praise God. Oh, praise so, the Lord. So find the bullseye. Stick to it. What did God say? Don't add to it. Stick to it. And you'll find that when you stick to what you're called to do, it's easier to walk in love. Well, it, yeah. Ultimately, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord for that. Yeah. Good stuff, Marty. I would love to see Cyrus with a lion cut. Can you imagine? Oh, that, that would be, be spectacular. <laughs> oh, I'll think about that. Missy's in here right now, out cold on the floor. You do that, and I'll consider that with gumbo, and we'll we'll, we'll get back in about a week or two. Okay. Yeah. We'll 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 compare notes. We'll think about it. See okay. how we can get this done. But Cyrus with a lion cut would just be wow. Yeah. Something else. Be okay, great. we'll think about it. We'll we'll we'll, yeah. we'll 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 poll the people. Oh, now that's we'll interesting. Poll the people. How many of them yeah. out there want to see Cyrus? With a you cut? know they're going to want to see it. They're going to want to see it. That, that might not be the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amanda, yeah. praise God. You've been world traveling. I'm so glad you're back here in the states mm-hmm. and you're just settling down. Praise God. Yes, we're settling down, yeah. and uh, we're. Uh, dealing with the extreme heat in New York. Now, what is the temperature? Oh, it's in the the 90s. It's supposed to be in the 90s over the next, I don't know, five days or so. So we have uh, we have fans and everything going for the animals and we make sure, you know, they have everything they need, pools and fans and everything. Yeah. Keep cool. Uh, But yeah. So but we're back. We're back in the States for a good while. Good. Mm -hmm. Well, it's good to have you back. Thank you. And. Yeah. And so once again, one more time, just to invite everyone. I know we have a lot of people view this show. 
anyone wants to come and in, in to the reawaken the 25th and 26th of August, in, yeah. in Las Vegas of August, the 25th and 26th, um, you can go to, uh, you probably have, uh, you send them to Clay's site, don't you? Thrive 15 or the yes. Reawaken America tour. Yes. And so yes. just go there and get a ticket because to be able to join the prayer event we're having the night before on the 24th, uh, we're just saying, Hey, have a ticket to the event. So mm-hmm. go to time to free and mm-hmm. you can contact them and, uh, be able to get, um, and you name your own price, which is pretty amazing. That is an amazing policy that they have named yeah. your own price. Um, so, and it, it's the same thing. So it's the same thing for every Reawaken America. Name your own price. Yeah. So, but we're looking forward to this prayer event. Yes, ma'am. We're looking very forward to it. Um, doing it in Vegas, which I think is so great. <laughs> yeah, I know. Of all places, right? Of wow. all places, we're in, we're, we're <laughs> in Vegas doing the prayer event. Have you heard, have you been hearing any of the meet and greet? They were talking about maybe at that Thursday before our event, having a meet and greet. Have you heard anything about that? Or are you, are you planning anything or is it too early? I to haven't where... heard anything about it. Okay. Okay. So they're doing one. I'll ask, I'll ask Clay. I believe it was supposed to be at four o'clock. General Flynn was putting together a meeting, a meet and greet. Okay. And I think we were, I think we were just whoever wanted to come and be. Okay. All right. It's going to be a part of that. Well, we might be yeah. able to do that. So yeah, that'll so, be good. Praise God. It'll right. be good to get to see and get to visit with everybody. So okay. praise God. Praise God. Well, praise hallelujah. God. Well, great show today. Thank you. You let me talk a lot today, Amanda. I did because, well, you know what, Marty? You had things to say from the yeah, Lord. Yeah. So we just let you. Yeah. Just let me get it all out where I can sleep good at night. Praise God. There you go. Okay, yeah. good. Now you go clean your room. Okay. Thank oh, you. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have to do that. So, okay. <laughs> well, You're we love you today. guys. Jenny and I love you and we appreciate you so much. We love the two of you, Marty. We'll see you next time on Grace Out Loud, which will be about 10 days from now. So it'll be on a Monday. Perfect. People see you announce. soon. All right. God bless you, Marty. And that concludes Grace Out Loud. We were visited by so many animals during this episode. It was amazing. Missy is actually here. Let me see if I, there she is. Look, out cold on the floor, just having just a nice little nap for herself. So praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So God bless everyone. Thank you for joining us for next grace out loud. We'll be back in about 10 days. So we will announce on social media. We will also announce, uh, for upcoming, uh, broadcasts that we have that I'm planning. There's quite a few things I have been uh, writing down and I have been praying about and I have been going back to and taking a look at. So we will announce for that. It will probably be early next week. So look for those announcements. Thank you to everyone for joining us this evening. God bless everyone. Keep the faith. We love you. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter six, Psalm 91. Speak it every single day. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Good night. And I have to tell you something. They work. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and, yeah. and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes. 
changes your brain waves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To <laughs> so it's good. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking to understand why the things in your body operate the way they do, go to sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood of the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma are there to help you with all of your medical needs. In fact, I am a patient of the Functional Medical Institute and God bless Dr. Sherwood because Chris was a tough nut to crack on this. But after over a year and a half, Chris is finally on board. He is a patient of Dr. Sherwood's and him listening and, and implementing what Dr. Sherwood has taught him has made a difference in his life. So if you are interested and curious as to what they do, if you'd like to make an appointment, if you'd like to see what products they have, because they have some amazing products, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Thank you. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing. You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all my pillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes. They have sheets. They have slippers. They, of course, have pillows. And they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact. Noble, our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a my pillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK. God bless everyone. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver is something that you should invest in, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who's been on Ark of Grace many times, he loves to answer our viewer questions. In fact, he's answered all sorts of questions about gold, silver, the markets, even the real estate market he's been kind enough to answer questions about. So if you would like more information, if this is something you would like to invest in, please go to bh-pm.com today. That is bh-pm.com. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about this incredible product that I use every day called Power Team. It is 130 raw superfoods. And I have to tell you, it is one of the most amazing products I have ever used. I take it every day. It helps me with energy. It helps feed my cells at the cellular level. It helps me with clarity and focus. It helps with so many things and functions in your body, including your gut as well. 
So if you would like to learn more about this product, if you would like to learn the 130 raw superfoods that are in this product, please go to the link below or you could go to arcofgrace-ministries.com and go to our shop section and you will find Power Team there as well. Thank you, everyone. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that, actually, for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary they also have outdoor ones they actually yield 30 percent more and grow the vegetables three times faster so if you would like to learn more go to amandagracegrows.com god bless hello everyone it's amanda grace i'm here to talk to you today about reawaken america i have had the honoring and humbling privilege of being able to be part of Reawaken America since the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma in April of 2021. I have watched so many moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America. We have seen people healed, delivered, set free. We love to pray for people at Reawaken America. We have had the honor of praying alongside some amazing people Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconato, who also deals in deliverance. And we have seen people's lives changed. We have seen them set free. We have seen people who are come seeking. And the Lord says, when you seek, you shall find. And you knock, the door shall be opened unto you. They have been seeking and those seeds get planted for the glory of God at Reawaken America. The word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that shall set you free. And this is what we are doing at Reawaken America. You get biblical truth. You get a foundation of the word of God. And you also get necessary information right now to help you understand what is going on in America and the world. And I am humbled and honored that General Flynn and Clay Clark would even let me be a part of this. And People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. They need those who are willing to boldly stand up and with the conviction and the authority from God, speak the word of the Lord into their lives. It is a catalyst. It is life changing. And, and we praise the Lord that we have continued in this. And we hope to see you at upcoming events that are happening this year. We hope we get to pray over you at these upcoming events.